Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience that you want. In fact, ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and they treat almost every condition under the sun. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who's patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Right now, you can go to ZocDoc.com slash blonde, and you can download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. Welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. I know there's so much information out there, so I'm bringing on expert guests and sharing my own experiences to help you sift through all the wellness stuff without the BS. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am really excited about today's episode because I have wanted to speak to my guest, Lacey Phillips, for a long time. I have been familiar with her platform to be magnetic for a long time. I always see her podcast near mine, and I just loved talking to her. We really clicked. And I think if you are curious about manifestation or are looking to expand your reality, open up your life in different ways, or if you really don't care about it at all, I think you're still going to love this episode. So a little bit about Lacey. She is a global manifestation expert and speaker specializing in unblocking beliefs of unworthiness and expanding into alignment with what one is calling in. She is the founder of To Be Magnetic, the destination for neural manifestation alongside their neuroscience and psychology advisor, Dr. Tara Swart. Her process is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and energetic insights. She is the creator of The Pathway, a membership program with the focus on creating new neural pathways for deep subconscious beliefs. Lacey's formula is known for her grounded, practical, and accessible approach to manifestation, which has allowed tens of thousands around the world to unlock what they want from life. And we 
talk about her process in today's episode. And we talk about it a lot as it pertains to things in my life. What I mean by that is I share things that are going on in my life and experiences that I've had. And she talks about how that is kind of aligned with her process and with manifestation. So it just gives it a little bit of context. And for me, it really helped me to conceptualize this type of manifestation and how it works in somebody's life. So a little bit about to be magnetic, if you're not familiar, its unique manifestation process is backed by neuroscience, psychology, EMDR, epigenetics, and energetics with a little spirituality sprinkled on top. It's based on raising your self-worth and stepping into your unique authenticity by reprogramming the subconscious limiting beliefs that you picked up during childhood and throughout your life and as I mentioned before, we talk about all of this in the episode, so I think you guys will walk away from this understanding that better. We talk about how pain and shame and trauma shape us and can block us from manifesting what we are truly meant for. We talk about her manifestation process, different types of manifestors. We talk about how to start manifesting. We talk about how to trust the universe, which I think is the hardest part in all of this, and so much more. So please enjoy Lacey Phillips. All right. Welcome, Lacey. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm very excited. We've already kind of been rolling here. So yeah. <laughs> the things we haven't covered yet is like, what's your sign? What's your human yes, design? Like, we need exactly. to know all of this. Exactly. Yeah. I actually don't know that much about human design. I need to learn more it's about it. It's a rabbit it. hole. Stay away. Okay. <laughs> well, so you said you're a projector. Yeah. What? What is that? <laughs> well, so my good friend, Jenna, mm -hmm. Well, it goes by Jenna Zoe, Jenna Barclay. She's really close with Jordan as well. And so she's actually the one who really introduced me to it and mm -hmm. took me down the rabbit hole. And she's also a projector. So now that she she doesn't do readings anymore, but I'm close enough with her that I'll be like, why is this happening? You know, <laughs> so projector, from what I know, you know, just like the glossy version of it, we are the ones that came in after a certain time in the 1700s after this isn't very PC, but like rape and pillaging and like survival, et cetera. So we're much more of the energy types that need a lot of rest. We're like the birds that sit at the top of the tree and we can see down and figure out systems really easily, which makes a lot of sense in the way that I see and have created our manifestation process. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's our job is to rest and see systems and, and basically have a really laid back chill <laughs> life. And another piece about us is that we can't, like I never have PR, I never pitch myself because in the past when I do that as a projector, it like hits the wall and falls flat. So basically you can see and read people and things very easily, but until they invite you in and ask you to share, it's like in one ear and out the other, which is really has been hard as a kid and stuff. So yeah. that's kind of the gist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do want to rewind a little bit and talk about like pre this version of Lacey before to be magnetic and all of this came to be, what was your life like? And then what shifted for you and that kind of led you on the trajectory that you've been on? Yeah. So basically I grew up in a like small town in the central Valley between two towns and with a cowboy and a really young parents, et cetera. So just kind of rural, you know, 
life. And then I came to L.A. as an actress and a model like everybody else. Um, (laughs) But I grew up actually with a mom that's a medium. So she's always had gifts. And my grandmother was as well. So they were very open spiritually around me all the time, which was kind of different there. So when I got here, I was I would see my mom's family psychic and I was like, I'm so broke. What do I do? (laughs) What do I do to survive? And so she told me about this book at the time, which I'm totally not going to mention because for reasons like most manifestation books out there, it took me down the rabbit hole of think positive, pretend to be what you want to be, visualize, stay in the vortex, a lot of the things we know from the law of attraction, the secret, et cetera. But I read this book and I followed it to a T and this was at like 17, 18. Nothing was really happening. (laughs) (laughs) But I really made it my life. And it wasn't until around 25, you know, like I had all the rock bottoms and dating. I was the doormat and I was like the waitress that never made them. I was never like the bottle service girl. I was like the broke at the laugh factory, you know, waitress. (laughs) Right. And so around 25, I started to realize that when I would sort of throw away that old way of thinking with manifestation and I would actually kind of step into my worth and my authentic self and say no and have boundaries, I would manifest so many things. (laughs) And I also had really kind of numbed out through partying and stuff young that I have gifts. And so my gift is that I'm claircognizant. It means I just know things, which is a very confusing gift to refine because it's not like I hear things, I see things. I have those more minimally, but it's like I can read energy and I know when this happens, this will follow. So simultaneously around that time, I went, whoa, everything I've learned about manifestation actually doesn't work for me. And if anything, it's really making me complacent because I'm really afraid of my negative thoughts or negative things happening. And in fact, when I don't do that and I actually like heal my inner child and get into my shadow and I start to say no and, you know, have boundaries, everything was starting to magnetize to me. So it was actually around, I would say, what was it, 30 that I was sort of, I was a holistic chef and an herbalist, and I had already started my lifestyle blog at the time. And it was a really big actress client of mine and a head of a studio that I was cooking for. And I would always say like, oh, I manifested this and this happened, et cetera. And one day, well, close to each other, they both were like, tell me, like, you're always talking about this thing. Tell me how you do it. What's your version? And they started to manifest. And they were like, you're a good cook and whatnot, (laughs) but this is your thing. And so that December, all of my resources dried up. Like all of my clients went out of town. I broke up with my ex who was lovely, but like didn't want to get married, have kids, the whole thing. And I was like, I'm done. I'm 30. I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) And in meditation, I kept sitting and the message that came through, it's like, you are going to be broke and nothing's going to happen for you until you put manifestation into the world. It is your gift. You see it differently than anybody else has. The moment I put it into the the world, it just took off like wildfire. So that was like always my purpose and my thing. But I had a lot of shadow around it because I grew up in this small town and I was going to be like, what would people think about me from high school? Like I'm a manifestation. What? You know, (laughs) so that's how I got here. As I record this, I am dog sitting and their dog eats this really healthy food but it's really sticky and impossible to portion out. And he's a small dog. So what I have to do with his food is literally take a skewer or like a chopstick and break all of this food up into tiny little 
like dollops all over a plate. Let me just say it's a labor of love. It takes forever and I'm happy to do it because I love the dog, but there is an easier way. So Sundays is healthy dog food that's actually easy to store and really easy to serve. Sundays is air fried dog food made from a short list of human grade ingredients. It contains 90% meat, 10% vegetables, and 0% synthetic nutrients. Besides USDA beef and all natural chicken, you'll find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease fighting antioxidants. In fact, Sundays was co founded by Dr. Tori, who is a practicing veterinarian. So you know your dog is getting exactly what it needs. Dog parents report noticeable health improvements in their pups, including softer fur, fresher breath, better poops, and more energy. Let me tell you, Harvey's coat has been looking gorge since we put him on this. It is so shiny. He's getting so many compliments and he absolutely loves it. He was getting really bored with his old food. Sundays is super convenient. Unlike other fresh dog food, Sundays is zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress. Sundays is shelf stable, which makes it easy to feed your pup top quality food and every order ships right to your door. So you never have to worry about running out of dog food. Again, Sundays is also affordable. It costs 40% less than other healthy dog food brands because Sundays doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. Instead, they spend on what matters, which is sourcing the best all-natural ingredients for your dog. So they have an amazing deal for my dog-loving listeners. You can get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Just go to sundaysfordogs.com slash blonde or use the code blonde at checkout. That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash blonde. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. What does an American look like? If you tell the story of America, whose story would it be? I'm Tracy Ellis Ross, and I want to share with you the America that I know. Inspired by the words of Langston Hughes, I Am America is a collection of untold stories that make up the complex and beautiful promise of our country. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Manifestation is definitely having kind of a big moment right now. I feel like on TikTok, there's the Abraham Hicks and, I mean, Dr. Joe Dispenza, like a lot of this stuff that was maybe more taboo or people just didn't know about is now coming to the light. And I think it can be really good. But I think there's also a lot of misconception around manifestation. And maybe there are just different styles. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying before, it seems like it, it can kind of drift into this place of toxic positivity and just thinking good thoughts. And then those thoughts will come and Mm -hmm. visualizing your future and how would you describe your manifestation process? That's process. Different. Yeah. So basically there are three really distinct things that when people kind of come to the brand and they start doing it, they're like, oh, what a relief. Like I felt, you know, like mm-hmm. when I got to that place. So I, I really empathize with it. So the first is number one, I realized that your thoughts don't create your reality. We hear that all of the time. Your thoughts create your reality. It's actually it's it's actually really simple science to be quite honest. And the beauty throughout these years I've been able as a team, we've been able to bring on neuroscientists to back up everything. And we have beautiful, you know, psychologists and therapists now who are like, well, actually, because of A, B, C, and D and science, this is why it works. So very it's just simple neuroscience that 
it's actually your subconscious mind that's creating everything. So from those years of zero to seven, everything you imprinted. And of course, as you experience trauma and, you know, neuroplasticity, your brain is changing. Yes, those later years sort of determine what you're manifesting, but it's really zero to seven, everything you imprinted in your subconscious mind. So So things you don't even remember. At all. And nothing you're conscious of. Like, A lot of times, you know, there's like the number one basis to our manifestation process is it's all about getting into your whole authentic worth. It has nothing to do with a love frequency or a positive frequency. Those things are beautiful to aspire to. They're great practices. But one thing I like to say to people all the time, I'm like, look at the narcissists in your life. You know, politically, we can think of like a really big narcissist (laughs) not too long ago Uh and fantastic manifester. Why? Because, and there's a spectrum of narcissism, obviously, but because he believes and he's in his worth, (laughs) what he wants is going to happen. So it's actually your subconscious that's determining what you're manifesting. It's what's projecting out and bringing things back to you. So anywhere that you had like low Uh self-worth memories or experiences, that's what you're not manifesting easily. And anywhere you had high self-worth and you, you know, developed beautiful you're great at this, you're lovable, et cetera, you manifest that very easily. That's interesting. I mean, is that why a lot of narcissists and people that have kind of delusional perceptions of themselves get to really high achieving places because they just believe their own delusion? (laughs) (laughs) Like their trauma, because narcissism usually comes from like most, how do I want to say, like mental health obstacles really come from trauma. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a way of coping and adapting like any of us. And so their trauma is that building up, well, it's a spectrum, but for some, it's like building up this sense of ego that's safe, you know, and then that's what they're believing and projecting out that that is that's their truth. It's their worth. It's what has to happen to be safe and lovable. Whereas, you know, somebody might've experienced trauma in a different way. And for them, they developed that. And like, let's take dating, for instance, you know, maybe what they witnessed from zero to seven growing up through their caretakers, relationships, media modeling, peer modeling, et cetera, that it's not safe to be in relationship or, you know, you play this role in a relationship, et cetera. So when people start to look at their patterns in dating or relationships, it usually models that. <laughs> usually sure. what you're manifesting. Yeah. So like that's a really big piece about it. And then there are two other pieces that are really critical in what we teach. You know, we've always heard a manifestation, visualize. If you visualize and you see it, you know, and you just re- rehearse it over and over, it'll happen. And it's just the brain doesn't really work that way. Like what I started to realize very quickly was your brain has to see to believe what's possible. So what I mean by that is as a waitress at the Laugh Factory on Sunset, I'm like visualizing and feeling every last feeling of living in my my Malibu home. Mm -hmm. But there's such a big gap there. At the time, I didn't know anybody who lived in a Malibu home. I didn't even know how I could get from point A to point B. Your brain, especially if it's in low self-worth and you weren't raised around this, you've never seen to believe that that's possible. You have to actually go out and show your brain. So that's what we call expanders. It's where you go and you find people or things or through social media or through community, you actually show your brain, oh, wait, that's how she did it. Oh, I can do that too. And it's not something you can fake. Like you have to collect enough until your subconscious mind is like, 
oh yeah, no, this is possible for me. So I like to say like the first part, your thoughts don't create your reality, your subconscious does. That's kind of like energetically speaking, like how I read energy, it's kind of like anywhere that you have low self-worth looping, you're literally pushing away what you want because it's it's not safe. You, you know, it's like scary based on the trauma you picked up. And then if you've never been expanded enough, you've never really seen to believe what's possible, you literally don't have space for it to come through. And then the third part of it, you know, a lot of people in manifestation practices, they're like, just pretend to be what you want to be. If you want you know, I'm just thinking of all of these superstitions, mm-hmm. like in your closet, make a space for the partner or yeah. in your bed or whatever the thing is, but it's actually through aligned action. So something that I learned the hard way through manifestation is the universe is always testing you. So it's like, if you think back to something really big that you've manifested in your life, like something great, a relationship, a job, a, a you know, a raised salary or whatever, and you look back at your process before that came into your life, whether you were consciously calling it in or not, usually you're tested. It's like the universe is dangling a carrot in front of you to say, are you going to settle in the ways that you did before or are you going to pass this? So I'll take dating, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like you're me, I was the doormat and like it was like, the guys just wanted to hook up or they weren't available or the whatever, you know, that I think a lot of people in bigger cities go through in dating. And then I started to consciously call in, for instance, my ex at the time. That's when I really knew, like when he showed up and on my list, it was like long blonde surfer hair and a Parisian mom, like crazy shit. I was like, oh no, there's something here that works. Got it. Before he showed up, I was tested because I was settling a lot and I didn't have boundaries and I wasn't saying no. And so the universe would send things closer and closer to my list, but then they would be emotionally unavailable. They're like, look, I just got out of a relationship, you know, whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really that third part of our process is called aligned action. It's passing tests, it's setting boundaries, it's jumping off the cliff and leaving when it's time, whether it's a job or a whatever. So it's like the three pieces of this are a lot more scientific than, Mm -hmm. but they are very spiritual as well. It's Mm -hmm. kind of where the two meet. Mm -hmm. Wow. There's so much. I know there's, there's so much there. I'm just thinking of my own experience and I'm like, I wonder if I'm just a manifester without knowing it, because I feel like on some level, I've just always kind of believed that like this will happen for me and that will happen for me and that will happen. And it always happens mm-hmm. even though I'm not like actively particularly like doing anything about it. it yeah but I also am aware of like my privilege you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and and that has definitely lent itself to a lot of the opportunities and the things that have happened in my life so mm-hmm. if somebody is listening and they're like well this sounds great but you know they're in a terrible situation and they're just Completely. like manifestation doesn't apply to me like where do they start yeah that's a really really good point and you know it's a really good topic to bring up mm-hmm. so the beautiful thing about manifestation, regardless of of cultural background, identity, socioeconomic, et cetera, we can all create the lives we want, which is like a really beautiful, beautiful thing to know, especially when you're in the depths, like the lowest depths of your life. Mm-hmm. And it really... So for you, the first question I would ask, which is kind of a tangent, is are you an Aries? What are you? I'm a Leo. Leo, there you go. Yeah. So fire signs are the quickest manifestors. Amazing. That's just something to know. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, she must be an Aries or something. <laughs> and then, of course, 
most likely recognizing your privilege if you look at it. Mm-hmm. When you look back at your life, not to say that you didn't experience trauma or pain, but you probably had a leg up in a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know much about your background, but were you exposed to people that were successful or had great relationships, did follow their dreams in any way, shape or form? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a household where, you know, my parents had a really healthy relationship. I had my own relational trauma for sure at a pretty young age, like developmentally, Mm -hmm. and that caused issues down the road romantically. And I also was a hope to die alcoholic and addict. Mm -hmm. So I started my life over at 28 with absolutely nothing. Yeah, Everything prior to that, I don't really count because I was just like numbed out, destroying my life, numbed out. But when I got sober, even though I had nothing and I had no purpose, I had no direction, Mm -hmm. I had no skills, I had no money, I had no car, no apartment, nothing. My parents helped me a little bit, but I still had this inherent belief that I was going to do something with Mm -hmm. my life. And I just kind of stayed open and curious and said yes to a lot of things and pursued a lot of different things. And some things worked and some didn't. But I just could see the direction that my life was going to go. And it went that way, which is so weird, even down to like where I live. I remember driving through the Palisades with my parents. This is like long before I lived there. And I was like, I'm going to live here. Like it just came to me. Mm -hmm. And Malibu, same thing happened in Malibu. Like just weird things and not just about like where I live, but no, I totally a lot of things that I just knew. And Mm -hmm. so another question is when you were young, you know, pre getting in, like becoming addicted and I'll just say addicted, like everyone in my life is sober (laughs) (laughs) because I've grown up around so much addiction. Uh But when you were young, was there a piece in you that was like, I'm going to I'm going to have X, Y and Z. Like, was that innate inside of you when Mm -hmm. you were young? Like, you've always been like, I'm going somewhere. I'm doing something. Yes. I would argue that most people. So a big thing to like a big way to answer that, spiritually speaking and manifestation, what I believe is that we come onto the planet as whole, worthy, authentic, Mm -hmm. this little soul. Obviously, we have past lives and experiences, but we're so fresh when we arrive And it isn't until we experience pain, shame, and programming. We all do. It's a spectrum of how we, and just as you mentioned, with privilege, it's a very big spectrum. Mm -hmm. And what's really going to determine where we end up is how blocked we are and expanded and, you know, how we're, and we are all in such different places of that. But the one thing that I will say unanimously as a human, as a soul coming onto the planet, we all have that inherent, I'm purposeful, I'm going to do something. And then we start to experience pain and shame. We a lot of shit that gets us far away from that, yeah. Which is, I would argue, the human experience, right? Like that's, we're here to, to, that's what consciousness is, is right, is, is, that ability to overcome those things, mm-hmm. those um, in, a, in a way to take our power back. And so what I really truly believe is the universe is dancing with us at all times where it's it's really here to guide us back to that whole worthy, authentic self. So because we experience pain, shame and programming, we build up what I call as an onion layer. 
And there's just layers of these, like in shadow, they call it these masks and these facades of us, et cetera. It's not our true authentic soul, mm-hmm. right? And so really what our process is, all the universe cares about is I'm going to try to guide you as much as I can back to that middle part of the onion, who you truly are. And so along that way, I'm going to mirror things in your life, whether it's what we call tests or um, when things are coming up in your life, you know, patterns of of unhealthy experiences or just stuff happening, those are what we call triggers. And I believe that triggers are happening because it's literally the universe, whether you're consciously or unconsciously calling something in, the universe is like, yes, (laughs) yes, but I'm going to send you this obstacle, if you will, because it's exactly where you need to look right now. And it'll definitely root back down to childhood to something one experienced there and I need you to unlock that because Mm -hmm. that's what's going to peel the onion layer to get you closer back to yourself Mm -hmm. so it's really it's not crazy that that you went through a process of numbing and then you had I'm sure an awakening a rock bottom moment I'm sure that's how it always happens oh yeah like the dark (laughs) the dark before the light yeah and then the universe is like awesome let's play. You know what I mean? And for you, I don't know which road you took through sobriety, if it was like traditional 12 steps, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot in there that already starts the fourth step. You already start unpacking. Right. And you're doing that work. And then the beauty, I think, when you're in the program is you have a shit ton of, especially in Los Angeles, you have like a lot of expanders around. Yes. So it's already doing that work for you, yeah. you know, and, and to me, it's not crazy that you've been able to manifest and make things happen without like crazy trudging energy. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You know? It's so interesting. I'm like smiling as you're saying this, because I've always said that one of the reasons why I got so caught up in drugs and alcohol was because I had these facades that I had to maintain Mm -hmm. and it was so hard and the drugs and alcohol made me able to maintain these facades and then more would go up. And Mm -hmm. when I got sober and I always use these analogies, like it was like peeling Mm -hmm. an onion. And to your point about recovery, you know, I feel like I've had such an advantage from being sober, Mm -hmm. which is so funny because I always thought that it would be the worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. But the work that I've done in sobriety has uncovered everything and it's been my greatest asset in so many ways and I you know sober people that I know same thing for them it's like they just seem to have this thing about them and there is no struggle Mm -hmm. really which is Mm -hmm. interesting it's kind of counterintuitive you know you would think like being in recovery would be so hard and like it's not all rainbows and butterflies but there is just kind of this groundwork Mm -hmm. I think to me it makes absolute sense my partner he's I think now nine years sober. Uh I think he just had his birthday back in June and he, you know, from heroin. So Mm -hmm. like straight up, (laughs) not messing around. Just went straight to the heart. Yeah. He's a Virgo. (laughs) So he's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to really do that. (laughs) But like watching his process and then comparing it to kind of like the way we see manifestation, what you just, you just outlined it so perfectly. Like you took off the masks, Mm. you're into your authenticity and more than anything, you're having to own it without anything right anything to numb that out that experience out so it's so clear and then along the way you're surrounded around this incredible community that you've watched like from sobriety do x y and z that's Mm -hmm. 
profound. Mm -hmm. And especially like my poor mom, I mean, she's in and out of trying to get sober all the time, but in her small mountain town, there aren't a lot of expanders (laughs) in the room, which is hard, you know, but that's not what you're there for, you know, and she has to remember that. But to me, it, it just seems like such a clear trajectory that you would be, you know, harnessing all of these beautiful things in life because the universe is like, oh, cool. So you're done settling now. Great. Mm-hmm. And you want to be your authentic self. Awesome. I'm here to guide and help you and mm-hmm. shape this with you. Mm-hmm. So for people who aren't in recovery and who maybe don't have all these expanders around them, back to what we were originally talking about with privilege and having successful people around, do they have to know their expanders? So you don't have to in person. And it's okay. it's so it's such a good question because I would say like somebody who, for instance, isn't in the program in any way, shape or doesn't, you know, like any form of because I'm CODA, like full blown. Mm-hmm. And so and nobody who has any work in that, the be- the the thing that one can take from, let's just say, sobriety and recovery is you have to get down to work. Like you do. And it's just you have steps and you work through them and then you redo. Them. <laughs> and it's kind of that's the that's the thing that has to bridge for somebody in manifestation is when you are many people who who don't have a form of a practice. Right. And they're doing what I call superstitious manifestation, which I practiced forever. There's nothing to hold them accountable to getting down and doing the work. And it really comes down to that because if you don't have what you're wanting right now, it's because in one way or another, you're settling. You haven't been expanded. So that'll lead me back to answering the question. You haven't been expanded in it. And most likely than not, you have some sort of little bit of blocks that are down there in your subconscious pertaining to it. So to answer the expander question, no, there's so many ways to expand, which is beautiful because if you're like, we're, we're so privileged to be in Los Angeles. I mean, you mm-hmm. can go, it's so many different worlds you can go into to see to believe what you want as possible. But if you live in your small, you know, village, where I'm from, your small town or whatever, and you don't have access to that, thank God for social media. <laughs> Yeah, it's not all bad. (laughs) It's not all. And that's where it comes in to be such a wonderful asset and tool. So like I'm always telling people, for instance, in To Be Magnetic, we have like a massive community group where people can go in and beyond that, you know, like someone who's just discovering the brand. This is the whole reason why we catalog testimonies. And they're extremely in-depth ones of what workshop I did, what what test I passed, my expanders, how I found them, what, the unblocking I did, et cetera, until I manifested. We have thousands of those on our website just for free because someone like me in my small town who didn't have access, I like I would have just never found these people. So you mm-hmm. can actually go in and read. So many ways to expand social media, watching movies, you know, the beauty of watching movies and TV and et cetera, you're in a hypnotic state, which we haven't talked about. So mm-hmm. The way that we use neuroscience to unblock, right? You're like, okay, cool. I have this stuff that's looping from childhood from zero to seven. How do I access it and how do I change it? And so it was something I figured out really, really quickly using hypnosis. And people are like, what's that? What? I'm going to like quack like a duck. It's not even <laughs> that. It's like totally, totally science based. It's a lot like meditation where you're going from 
you know, the alpha state, et cetera, down to theta, you have different, you know, waves you can go into. And when you get there, the beautiful thing that's happening is that your subconscious is coming forward and your conscious mind is going, you know, in the back. And when your subconscious is forward, that's where you can do all of the work. So we have, we've worked with neuroscientists and therapists using like EMDR inspired practices, somatic experiencing, et cetera, within our own bespoke hypnosis process that takes you right to the memory and guides you on how to shift it and deactivate any of the emotional activation around it. Cause it's not like you're not wanting to change a memory. You're wanting to take away any of the low self-worth um, that you imprinted or the unlovable or non, not being empowered. That's what you're kind of destimulating around it so that you can heal that memory and then get into an empowered place so that that now loops and projects out that you're in your worth. So, the beautiful thing, for instance, when you're watching TV, because you move from that regular state of consciousness into that subconscious, your brain doesn't actually know the difference. So it would baffle you how many times I've had people reach out to go, um, there's this person on this show that I'm watching right now that I'm having the most insane connection with. <laughs> am I supposed, like people who live in LA, right? So it's uh -huh. not crazy. And they're like, am I supposed to marry this? Like, am I, am I going to date this person? And I'm always like, well, it's not like impossible, <laughs> but probably most likely not. You're probably witnessing a huge expander, what your soul is crying out for. So I have an example of this. Okay. My astrologer, who I love so much, she had been single for a very long time. And she would always date, she was from like the Upper East Side, very privileged, and she would always date very powerful older men. And that was mm -hmm. her thing. Mine too. Your thing, yeah, right. That's probably your, you all have a thing, yeah. you know? And then she started watching Sons of Anarchy, and I've never actually watched it, mm -hmm. but it was like the long blonde hair guy. Charlie Hunnam. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. And she was like, Lacey, I've never felt, she's like, I sound crazy. <laughs> never felt what I'm feeling for this character. I've never known I wanted to be with like a guy who has a motorcycle and a thing. A biker. And he's a biker, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, Danny, that's the most likely you're not supposed to marry probably Charlie. <laughs> but literally the next week she goes to Rose Cafe. This guy walks up to her. She's in line and he literally is holding his helmet, looks just like him, has a Kiwi accent. So he's not British or whatever. Uh -huh. And he, he's like, can I take you out? And they, they're together now. Like they live in Nashville together. They're what? totally together. But it's a great example of going through that season and watching that. She got to witness in real time. Oh, if I get rid of the programming that I grew up with, you know, that I'm I saw to believe that I'm supposed to date these types of guys, et cetera. That was her wound. And I let that go and I listened to my soul, like my authentic self, peeling that onion layer away, wants this, mm. you know? And mm -hmm. that was a perfect version of finding an expander that doesn't have to be in person. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I'm sure everybody has the experience of going to buy meat or seafood and you go to the store and you're having to check everything. Like, are there hormones or antibiotics? Is it humanely raised? Is it farmed or is it wild caught? Is it grass fed or is it grass fed and finished? There are so many variables that it can get really overwhelming. But ButcherBox takes all of the guesswork out of finding high quality meat and seafood that you can trust. It's 100% grass fed and finished beef, 
free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. You can get exactly what you want delivered right to your doorstep. They have free shipping for the continental U.S. There's no surprise fees, and you can choose from a variety of box plan options from curated to customized, and you can change your plan whenever you want. So it's the ultimate convenience. I have a few recipes on rotation lately. It's the garlic and honey glazed chicken thighs that I make in the Instant Pot. That recipe is on my Instagram. I've also been making these chicken meatballs with sun-dried tomatoes, Kalamata olives, and feta cheese, and I make it with ground chicken. And it's so nice to not have to go to the store every day and just have everything delivered to me. It also saves money because you get a range of high quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at such an amazing value. You also get exclusive member deals so you can save big on your favorite cuts and they have really great recipe inspiration, guides, tips, hacks, some that are even personalized so that you can cook up mouth-watering meals. So if you are cooking for yourself, for yourself and a partner, roommates, a family, this is such a good option. And ButcherBox has a special offer running for my listeners. You can use my code BLONDE to get $20 off your first box. Sign up at butcherbox.com blonde and use the code BLONDE to get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com blonde and the code is BLONDE for $20 off. You guys know that I am a big fan of macadamia nuts and you probably know where they fit into my routine. I have them in the morning, after I've done my meditation, when I'm drinking my matcha, I have a handful of macadamias and I'm starting to see other people do it. I've noticed that the trend is catching on. I'd like to think that I was the originator of the trend, but who knows? Maybe people are just waking up to the fact that not all nuts are created equal. So when you're choosing macadamia nuts, you're getting all your fatty acids, 20 times more omega-3s than almonds, and better fat composition than olive oil or avocados to keep you satiated. The problem is it's hard to find good ones. You don't want to get that bitter taste, or the crumbly texture, or the absolute worst, which is that plastic taste. I know you know what I'm talking about. This is why the only brand that I trust is House of Macadamias. They are partnered with over 90 independent farmers in South Africa, where the nuts are hand-sorted in the world's leading harvesting facility. So they are a labor of love and always kept as the first ingredient in any of the product innovation. The macadamia bars are delicious, and they're 45% macadamias with only clean ingredients added, and they taste amazing. I'm telling you, when I have these with my matcha, I don't get any kind of crash from either the caffeine or the maple syrup that I like to put in it. And I just feel satiated until I eat breakfast. And I really feel like it kind of helps keep my appetite level throughout the day. So these never go on sale, but House of Macadamias is being very generous with my listeners and they have an exclusive code to get 20% off your first purchase. So definitely take advantage and visit www.houseofmacadamias.com slash blonde and use the code blonde. Again, that's 20% off your first purchase at houseofmacadamias.com slash blonde and the code is blonde. If someone's listening and they're like, I really want this for my romantic life in mm -hmm. 2023, or I really want this to happen with my career, where 
do they start? So this isn't even a plug, for instance, because this time of year, mm-hmm. as a like turning on my psychic hat as a reader, it is a very, very potent time of year. It's not actually crazy that forever in media, in religion and everything that people take this time to, like you said, reevaluate set intentions, etc. Because what's collectively happening due to what this time of year represents is there's so much hope and inspiration and possibility that it actually does create this massive orbit around somebody where anything's possible. Mm-hmm. So it is a really powerful time to be manifesting. It's it's not actually that crazy. So every year, and this this isn't like nobody has to jump on this and do this, but every year because of this time, we do a really, really in-depth challenge. And so it's statistically after somebody has done our challenge, which is like we walk them through all of the steps they need to manifest, the unblocking piece, et cetera, 91% of the people that have done our challenge manifest the big thing that they're looking for within six months. And what I believe is going on there, why that's so huge, that's such a big number, is because not they're being held accountable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because I think when like our work, for instance, is self-guided. And I think when you go into something, something's a process for people, right? Like not everybody's ready to just jump in and peel off the onion layer. It's it can be a lot. Mm-hmm. However, when you're doing something in community, it's like, oh, okay, I have to do this on this day and I have this amount of community that I can report back to or ask questions to, etc. So that's just a note there that if you are wanting to manifest during this time, it is a really potent time to do it. And I think the real starting point for anybody who is like, I just want to test out. I've been manifesting this way for many, you know, years, and I'm actually really afraid to have negative thoughts. I like to tell people like, I'm like, negative thoughts are actually your blueprint to manifestation because what's happening there is you're actually going this thing that keeps coming up or this experience that keeps coming up and and I'm not, I don't have my thing, but this thing keeps coming up. It's because it's actually showing me exactly what that wound is. That's literally, literally looping and going stay back from my manifestation. So if anybody wants to have a starting point, I always like to give people the challenge of taking a week to just say no to things that they know that they should be saying no to and not settling, whatever that means for somebody. And just try that for a week or two weeks and watch little things start to pop up into your life. It's what I, it, it literally creates magnetism. Mm-hmm. So if it's somebody's like, ah, oh, this whole process you're talking about sounds scary, like for free, nobody holding you accountable, anything. Mm-hmm. Just try that for a couple of weeks and watch how little things you may have, like synchronicities, little things you may have been like, oh, I just... I wanted, I was just thinking about this thing and it showed up, et cetera, because the universe will start dancing with you right away. I was going to ask you what things should be in motion all the time Mm -hmm. or shouldn't be in motion for manifestation to work and to be magnetic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? You're like, (laughs) so we always teach like the things I just talked about, like the three things have to be emotion simultaneously mm-hmm. to manifest. Mm-hmm. So for instance, some people will come to us that are really studious and they're like, I'm doing all of the unblocking, like I'm doing the meditations and I'm getting to the root of things and whoa, like so much is changing and I'm saying no to everything. 
but they aren't expanding. So there's nowhere for their manifestation to come through, right? They're too afraid to go into the world and find expanders or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it's like that we call it situational magnetism will happen where it's like little things will just start happening really fast to them. And they're like, holy shit, this works but they're not expanded enough. So there's no room for that big thing. Or alternatively, like Aries, Aries will come along and they will be expanding. They'll be out at the party. They'll like meet the people, whatever, to where their brain goes, oh my God, if that person did that, I can totally do that too. Like they're having those moments and they're doing all of the aligned action piece. They're, they're passing tests, they're saying no, they're jumping off cliffs, but they haven't done any of the work, like any of the inventory work to actually really get down and clean up those things that are looping and blocking them, mm-hmm. the big manifestation won't come through. So all three have to be in motion simultaneously. And it doesn't mean that you have to be doing the work all the time, et cetera. But when you're taking one, like like let's say a, a major manifestation, someone's calling in, say this year, it's a type of job, right? Like they want to pivot out of something they're doing and into the next thing, or it's a really big pay raise because inflation's insane, right? They're like, I need to make this mm-hmm. much more money to like even survive in LA or whatever. Then they have to take a look at, okay, cool. This thing I'm calling in, how unblocked, how expanded am I in these two, you know, areas? And then am I starting to take a line to action? So if we take that one example, right, Mm -hmm. they have to like take the inventory and really go down and look at cool. We tend to identify with our same sex caretaker growing up. So they have to really look at like, what was my mom's relationship? If it's a, you know, somebody who identifies as a female, is it what was my mom's relationship with money like? Even if she doesn't have the same career I have now, et cetera, my inner child, my limbic subconscious brain is still looping on whatever her messaging was around money, her beliefs were around money, et cetera. So if I want this pay raise, like I've got to go look at all of that and address it. And then I have to show my brain, I have to expand out of her programming and any other like you know, media programming I was taking in, community, religious, like there's so many areas we take in programming, you know, and and like, let's say I never saw to believe that I'm making right now 50,000 and I want to make 150,000. Like nobody I knew growing up did that or had that kind of pay raise or whatever. They have to go out and start to expand. What that means is like finding somebody who's in their exact position. It doesn't have to be the same field or anything, but you know, like neck to neck, they're in the Mm -hmm. same place, you know, monetarily in their careers. They have to go out and find what we call a full expander is somebody they meet and they are talking to, or it's a friend of a friend and they're hearing the story of how they went from here to here overnight, you know, that's a full expander or there are fragments. There are ones who are in a whole different type of job, but similarly, they they made that jump, you know, et cetera. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of different types of expanders. So they need to be going out and looking for that expander. And then once they have those in motion, they have to start taking action. So it's really, if an offer comes that doesn't really meet their thing, they have to start turning them down. That's a test. You know, the universe is like, okay, you your brain has been going, you know, looping on this and projecting this message out, which has made you have low self-worth or settle. Mm -hmm. And now you're showing me that you are feeling more in your worth through this expansion. 
let's make sure. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? Have you? You know, like, are you going to settle? Uh-huh. So that's what that testing process is like. And, the, uh. you know, and so when we say all three things have to be in motion compared to the thing you're calling in, you're just going to be dancing with the universe to be like, am I unblocked enough, expanded enough? And am I ready to pass the test? Mm-hmm. That's really it. I feel like... I mean, it just sounds scary. Like, it sounds like I'm thinking of my own experience for a year. I've been saying I don't feel aligned with doing sponsored content on Instagram. Uh, And my podcast is the most lucrative thing. And I know that if I take that energy away from having to do stuff that I don't feel aligned with and that feels very transactional and put all my energy into the podcast, I know that it will get even further like you I'm but, number one we're giving you access and you have to do the challenge okay. I'm like you have to do the challenge okay. I was thinking the whole time I'm like I'm yes. doing this done and done but then all year I get these tests with huge amounts huge. of money thrown my way on Instagram and I'm like sure yeah. and then I find myself overwhelmed with all of that and having to spread myself so thin and listening to you I'm like oh yeah those are tests yeah. but it's so scary yeah. to turn something like that down especially when it is financial or when it's romantic and you mm-hmm. feel like I have this great thing, but I want even better. Like, how do you trust that that's going to come? Yeah. Well, this is actually like, A, thank you for sharing this. So (laughs) the beautiful thing that you just highlighted that is a really cool teaching and manifestation that took me a while to figure out, but it makes sense. Love and money are always connected. Uh. Always. (laughs) So where you're being like... This is what I like to say, where you're upgrading. So if you've been upgrading internally, I don't know if this is your case, but like going deeper, figuring out who you are more and more, usually the other things start to fall off Mm because it's just not aligned anymore. Mm -hmm. You're you're upgrading. Yeah. Right. And it's a different vibrational place. And so the universe is seeing that you're unblocking is what we'll call that. That's what the upgrade is. And that your soul, your authentic whole worthy self is craving this other thing. And it's like, are you ready to step up for that? So the scary part is, <laughs> A, here's what we'll actually answer this in two seconds. Okay. The moment that we consciously or unconsciously and our souls, what's determining this, right? Like, I'm going to just take the wild, just psychic gamble that you've been upgrading a lot because that's what sounds like exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that means that you very much are consciously or uncon- maybe your conscious mind doesn't know this, but you are putting a very specific intention into the world. The coolest thing about manifestation is the moment we put that intention into the world, it's already orbiting us. But what's determining how close it is to connecting with us is basically where our self-worth is and our expansion is and passing tests. And Mm -hmm. so for you, it keeps coming close. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) and then the you smacking away. And yeah, that's what you're communicating at this moment with the universe. You're like, I don't trust you. Mm. And this is all really scary because it's a whole next level. Mm -hmm. That's what I call that is like the next level. And basically, you're just needing some tools to Mm -hmm. really guide that experience to expand more. And there's this whole thing in manifestation. It's in it's in like when I our main workshop, when we teach it, it's called the magic dark. And it's so it's so fun when you get a really strong trust muscle. It's what I energetically call like the more you manifest, the more your trust muscle gets strong. And then Mm -hmm. it becomes a really fun time because, you know, really good shit's coming. (laughs) But what happens and it's so crazy about this manifestation when you get into the magic dark, it's when you've been unblocking and expanding which I will argue that you've been doing, just mm-hmm. reading what's going on with you. And the test period comes. And you're probably at the heavy test period. But it's once you've been like, 
oh my God, just passing all of them. And it's so scary. And then it comes to this moment, the magic dark, where it's like when the water recedes and you're like, is that ever going to come back in? Or it's so dark and you're like, oh my God, is the light ever coming? And that, in that moment, energetically, the universe is like, are you going to settle? Like, do I'm going to give you crickets for a minute. Mm -hmm. Do you trust that I will give you what you want? Will Are you going to go back to the old sponsorship? Are you going to go back to the old relational patterning? Because what you're asking for is out there. And this is like pure energetics of manifestation 101. What you're asking for is orbiting you. It's just greater than where you are right now. Because what you're calling in has the frequency, the self-worth that you desire. So you have to prove to me <laughs> that you are willing to be on the same plane as that. Because why would I give you the partner that's already there and prepared or whatever, mm -hmm. or the the podcast to be where you want it to be if you're communicating like, ah, oh, I don't trust though that I'm worth that. So that's what's happening. And it's so fun and magical, <laughs> but the more you do it, it becomes <laughs> I'm like, I need to go sit in a room and reevaluate my whole life right now. <laughs> that's why, why you have to do the challenge with I'm us and to. it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much more I want to talk to you about, but I think we're out of time. So no how can problem. the listeners sign up and do the challenges and sign up to work with you and, and to be magnetic and all of that. Yeah. So really simple ways. Number one, the starting point that I think everybody should do is go read the testimonies. Again, it's on the main page. We call it the motivation and it's just free. And there's thousands of them, real community members that, that like show pictures and their Instagram like full-blown how they've manifested crazy stuff because I think that's a free way to start expanding. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is we also have this free thing called the clarity exercise. So it's where you get a taste of it, totally free, and it's a real mind bender. <laughs> so when people do it, they get a taste of the hypnosis process. And when they do it, they're like, oh my God, this is who I really am. Like it's because it, our work... The one thing people will always say is like, wow, this changed my life because you come in wanting these things and like working to get manifestation, but you're literally like healing your inner child and your shadow and your everything. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like one slogan we had forever that somebody had said to us that was in the community. They're like, this is like 10 years of therapy in one month. <laughs> Wow. So crazy. So try out that exercise. Well, you know, Jessica can send you the link on that. Yeah. And then if somebody is really interested at this time of year, join us for the challenge. So just go to the site. You'll see it all over. Paste it. Jessica can give the link. I guarantee you, if you really do it, you're going to be one of those stats next year of 91% of people who manifest, you know, a big thing that they're calling in within six months. It's amazing. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> well, or the podcast also is another free resource where we, yep. they're mostly manifestation episodes. So you can learn a lot from that. We'll link everything in show notes so that everyone can find it easily. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do a part two next year and we'll, we'll after reconvene. You. And yeah, and after you've manifested all and you're like, yeah. sponsorships, why? Like, that's what we'll do it too. <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. This is fun. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. You can go to ariellaurie.com. 
And I'm always posting about each episode over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.